Town Bank Mortgage, NMLS number 512138, is an equal housing lender. This podcast is for informational purposes only. And now, the man born with a 5 o'clock shadow and with the NMLS number 2028201. He is a gentleman. He is a scholar. He is... Tyler Crawley. So I got to admit, I am a little surprised at the reports that we are going to be talking about here on Wednesday's podcast, because let's just say they're mixed. We have mixed reports. I would have thought at the start of yesterday, because we knew there was a ton of data coming out on Tuesday. I would have thought that it would just been all, you know, bad, all, you know, bad sales numbers, bad home price growth, just everything on the decline. You see what's happening with housing, you know, mortgage rates, every you just would have assumed that would have been two bad reports, and it's not. They are mixed. And what I'm talking about is the new home sales report came out for August, and home sales were up. <laughs> I gotta double check this number. 28% month over month. Not year over year, month over month. <laughs> new home sales jumped 28% from July until August. We're gonna get to that in a second. It took a lot of people in the housing world by surprise. I was one of them. I was like, wait, wait, what? I think I saw like a tweet and I was like, that can't be right. Someone forgot a decimal place. They they put it, They that was a typo. And I looked it up and I was like, that's no, that's that actually happened. So we're going to do that in a second, but we are going to start with the gold standard, the Case Schiller Index. When it comes to home prices, these are the Cohibas. Okay. Oh, and by the way, welcome everyone. You don't have to do that on podcasting, right? Like in radio, if you didn't identify who you were and the station, you were not doing your job. I guess you have to do that. Pie. Everyone, know, you're, you're tuning in. You, you you downloaded this podcast, so you know it's markets and mortgages. You know I am the aforementioned Tyler Crawley, so I don't think I have to do. I, I will. I think I'm going to do it by default because that's just that's how I roll. But all right, let's get back into the Case Schiller Index here. Which, because otherwise I'm going to go over 15 minutes I'm, and I'm going to hate myself again. So, Case Shiller Index, the gold standard when it comes to home prices. This is, I mean, this is the industry standard, and they showed a big slowdown from June to July. Because this is from July. The unfortunate aspect of the Case Shiller Index is it's so far behind where we currently are. It frustrates a lot of people because, you know, you get these reports. And people go, oh, look, home prices are still up 15.8% year over year. That's amazing. Yeah, but we're about to enter October. This is a July report. <laughs> and so this is not, not really giving us the best indication of what is currently happening in the housing market. But that's where we are. 15.8% year over year, which was down. Pretty big drop from June when it was 18.1% year over year. And that was in thanks to a decline, an actual decrease of prices month over month in July, a 0.2% drop. Now, I understand it's small. We're talking about 0.2%, but talk about a change. I mean, in June, we were at 0.3%. In spring, I don't know if we got the 3%. I think it was close, but we were definitely into the twos, mid to high twos. And now we're talking about a decline. In fact, this was the first month-over-month decline, I think, since 2012. So it's been a while. Well, I, I, actually, I don't know. I mean, was there a decline during COVID? 
Maybe they like don't count COVID because of how crazy that, you know, that that one month, you know, the March or April, whatever it was, maybe there was a decline. But I think normal circumstances, the last time we saw a decline was 2012. So it's been like 10 years since we've seen a decline month over month. But it really just shows you what is happening because this is back in July. This is back before, you know, the rate shock that everyone is talking about right now in housing as the bond market just gets beat up. Oh, man. I mean, it's crazy. I think Mortgage News Daily, which, you know, they, they every day, you know, they have sort of their, their average mortgage rate or whatever, and they've had it in high sixes for a while. And so in July, we weren't even close to that. <laughs> in fact, I think rates were falling from the high in June. Um, and so we were in sort of a a decline with regards to mortgage rates. And so once again, that's one of the problems with this report is it's with just the movement that we're seeing in the housing sector. I mean, it seems to things seem to happen so fast, so fast that I can't even talk that um, it, you know, it's by the time this report records that and gives us the information, we've moved on to something else, but it is happening faster than economists are expecting because they look every month at the 20 city composite index and they projected it would fall from 18.7 to 17%. It actually fell to 16.1%. So the slowdown is happening faster than they expected. And as I mentioned, um, this was the largest slowdown in the index's history. Uh, according to Craig Lazara, the managing director who said this month's slowdown was the largest in the index history, minus 2.3%. I mean, we went from record increases to now record drops. I mean, that's just, once again, how fast things are changing in the housing market. However, despite these slowdowns, there are some markets that are still recording some just insane numbers. And the top two happen to be in Florida, which of course everyone's watching Florida right now. Thoughts and prayers with the people of Florida, this hurricane. I'm actually looking on Drudge Report right now. I mean, it's, it's man, this thing could be, could be, could be bad. Um, They're saying it could be the costliest storm in U.S. history. And so once again, our thoughts and prayers with the people in Florida, but the two hottest housing markets are in Florida. I mean, they're neck and neck for one and two. We got Tampa at number one, 31.8% year-over-year home price growth. Just insane. And then number two, Miami, 31.7. I mean, they're they're basically tied. Statistically, they are tied. 31.8, 31.7. And then number three is like kind of a distant second. Dallas, Texas, not in Florida, up 24.7. Now, it should be noted Tampa has held the top spot for a while. I think over a year. This is the 13th month. I believe that Tampa has been in the top spot. Last month, they were at 35 year-over-year growth. And then in May, they reached a high of 36.1. So still 31.7%, or excuse me, 31.8%, an impressive number, but down, I wouldn't say significantly, but a pretty good drop from the high that we saw just a few months ago at 36.1%. So things are slowing, but they're still hot relative to everything else. 
And the reality is, um, you know, I mean, this was even the argument that pretty much everyone's making is that as mortgage rates continue to skyrocket, home prices, I mean, they have to fall just to create some semblance of affordability. We were already reaching sort of historical highs for affordability with regards to housing. I mean, we were, we were reaching that point where, you know, it, it, it's going to become a problem. Rates have really jumped since then. And so really the only thing that can happen is that home prices have to fall. I mean, that's just, that's sort of the reality of the situation. And so no one is expecting home price growth, at least not until we see some sort of relief with these mortgage rates. Uh, and then of course, as always, when we get the Case Shiller Index, we also get the FHFA home price, or excuse me, I don't like the way it's word, the house price index. Home price index sounds so much better to me. I don't know why they call it the house price index. That's what they call it. Uh, it also fell faster than expected. Economists had projected year-over-year gains would fall to 15%. They actually fell 13.9%. And that was thanks to a 0.6% month-over-month decline. So bigger drops month-over-month for the FHFA. And then year-over-year, kind of a similar drop, but or I'm sorry, a smaller drop, but smaller number overall. So, you know, the FHFA isn't looked at with as much gravitas as the Case-Shiller Index, but they both come out the same day and kind of interesting data. And I will say that I like I like the FHFA because they have more regional data, which I appreciate because they did have the South was up. of I think they have 10 regions. You know, usually you, know, you break it down east, southwest. All right, north, east, southwest. There we go. <laughs> what's what's a compass say again? Uh, usually it's broken down into the four you know regions. Uh, the FHFA and, um, house price index actually has I think ten different regions, but the South Atlantic, which I like to pay attention to, that's where I am, was the leader year over year. I can't remember what the number was, but I know that they were the leader, and that's all that matters. To me. All right. Speaking of the leader and speaking of the South. <laughs> so I mentioned the new home sales report that everyone was projecting. Economists had projected a two, I think it was a 2.2% drop. And why would you expect there to be anything different? I mean, sure. Economists don't always hit the mark, but you assume it's going to be somewhat close and so maybe a little worse maybe a little better, but this thing's definitely going to be negative and man, Talk about a shock. Once again, I saw the numbers and I said, what? There has to be a decimal point moved too far in one direction. It was not. New home sales in the month of August were up 28.2% month over month. <laughs> like what? What happened in August? To they, they, they jumped almost 30% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 685,000 once again in August. And that now puts the year over year data. Home new home sales are only down 0.1%. So it's basically flat year over year. <laughs> I mean it was like draw two or excuse me, six of the last 8 months we have seen a decline. And the only reason one of them was above was because it was revised upward. So really this entire year, we've seen nothing but negative reports. Once again, that one report was revised after the fact. 
And so we did see one positive. Two out of the last eight months have been positive. But this is the first time we've ever talked about a positive report because usually we don't talk about the revisions. And I mean, it was a 30% miss. They were projecting 2.2% drop and it was a 28.2% increase. And here's, you will not be surprised by this. If you listen to this podcast, you follow anything that I write about, the South dominates and this could not be more true than in the month of August. So they're not only dominating year over year, but they dominate month over month. So this, so there was a, there was 153,000 home sale jump to the annual rate. So it went from wherever it was to 685,000. So I could probably do the math, like, you know, this was around 530-some thousand. It jumped 153,000. Of that 153,000, 69.3% were in the South. And so because of that, the South now represents 68.2% of all the new home sales happening in the country are in the South. 68 Point two. <laughs> that means the other three regions are all sharing, what is that? Less than 30, 31.9, 31.8%, excuse me. <laughs> They're sharing the other 30. It's just like, it's so insane how much volume is happening in the South. The West took the number two spot, 19% of new home sales activity. The Midwest was at 5% in the Northeast, 37 I mean, it's crazy because, I mean, you talk to people, you know, here I am, Wilmington, North Carolina, and you'll talk to realtors and they'll tell you, you know, how slow things are, especially compared to where we were just a few months ago. And we're, we're 68% of all new home sales. It, what is happening in the North? Can you imagine being, I, I can't, a realtor in the Northeast or a loan officer? I, mean, I don't think people realize how slow things have gotten in real estate. I mean, like, like I said, I mean, things are slow in the South and we are at 68, we're 68% of activity. I mean, it's, it's nuts to think what's happening in the West or the Midwest and the Northeast. So in total, new home sales are almost flat. As I mentioned, just down 0.1%. The South, duh, is having the best year. They're actually up. 10% year over year new home sales are. The Midwest is up 5%. However, the drops are big. Uh, the mid, the Northeast is down 22% and the West is down 24%. Just, I, I mean, it's it's crazy. The, the different activity that is happening in the regions across the country. Uh, okay, we're going over time here with... With a big jump in sales, it's not surprising that inventory levels fell. Here's what's kind of weird about it, though. The actual number, the actual number, like how many homes were for sale at the end of the month, only fell 0.6%. So it wasn't a huge decline. But because so much more activity happened, the other metric that's used, which is, you know, current, the month supply at the current sales rate plummeted 25% to just 8.1 months, even though the actual number didn't even fall 1%. So that's something to keep an eye on. That's why the inventory number is kind of hard to kind of 
pegged down because it's not just how many homes are for sale, that's important, but it's at what rate are they being sold and how many months of inventory do you have? The number didn't fall that much, but how many months of inventory saw a much bigger drop? Now, rising rates continue to put downward pressure on prices. The median sales price fell 0.6% to 436,800, while the average price fell almost 5% to 521,800. But here was the big takeaway. This is what I was most surprised about. I was surprised when I saw this number. I thought, you know what, maybe I missed something. Maybe there was something going on. Then I went on Twitter and all these people, were as surprised as I was, and so I didn't feel as bad. Connor Sen of Bloomberg, who we've talked about many a times here on this program, does some great work for Bloomberg. He said, quote, surprisingly, strong new home sales print. Wonder what that's about. Ian Shepardson of Pantheon Economics said, new home sales, they're kidding, right? <laughs> I don't know if he was like questioning the numbers or what was going on. Uh, Robert Dietz, chief economist at the National Association of Home Builders, believes that this is not a sign that things are picking up in housing. This is an anomaly, according to him. He wrote on Twitter that the August new home sales data is an outlier due to a brief and now ended retreat for mortgage rates. And he believes that you know as rates continue to climb, home sales will fall. And then Len Kiefer, deputy chief economist at Freddie Mac, thinks consumers took advantage of falling rates just like Robert Dietz said, saying, quote, looks like new home sales might have responded to that mini dip in rates that we had in June and July, resulting in a bump in sales in August. So I don't know. You know maybe we'll see a big giant revision next month that the numbers weren't actually that high, but man, 28%. That's so crazy that we saw that big jump. So, you know, bottom line is, as always, thank God for the South. <laughs> Can you imagine what home sales were? Well, yeah, I know. I know people probably be moving somewhere else, but man, the South, just 68% of new home sales are in the South. It's just, it's, it's nuts. Um, we also got consumer confidence, some good data there up for the second month in a row, the highest reading in five months. That is impressive. Now we got to go. Speaking of impressive, we got to go. We almost, what are we doing in? A little bit over 19 minutes. That's not too bad. I'll take that. So there's a lot of data. We had a lot to get to and we did it. Whew. I'm like out of breath. <laughs> trying to do the show. I'm like the micro machine guy trying to get through all of this data. All right. You guys have a great Wednesday. We will talk to you again tomorrow for another edition of Markets and Mortgages. And remember, as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait.